Hi everyone, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo, I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews since 1996. You can read all of my written work there, nearly 4,000 reviews to choose from at Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Before I get into today's review, I do want to cover a couple of things. One is that if you're looking for my take on War for the Planet of the Apes, I've already given it in a podcast form, so you won't hear it on this particular feed. I invite you to go check out the In Session Film podcast. I'm on episode 230 of that. Uh, It was a very interesting discussion, and I think that you will enjoy it. Episode 230, go to InSessionFilm.com for more details. The other thing I want to also mention is that this review will be the last one for a little bit because I'm in the process of moving locations and then I'm going to be uh, in the Bahamas for a couple of weeks. So great for me, not so great for being able to keep up with the movies. So uh, I hope you enjoy today's review. It'll be the last for a few weeks and then I will return probably within about a month in order to continue with some of the new releases, including Dunkirk and, and so on. But without further ado, let's get into today's review. It is The Big Sick. It's a romantic comedy, I guess. It's rated R because of language and includes some sexual references. The runtime is two hours. Kumail Nanjani is the main star. Zoe Kazan is the co-star. Ray Romano, Holly Hunter, Zenobia Shroff, Anupam Kerr, Kurt Branoller, Bo Burnham, A.D. Bryant are also in this film. The director is Michael Showalter, and the screenplay is credited to Kamel Nanjani and Emily V. Gordon. Kamel Nanjani here is starring and co-scripting this romantic comedy that is about himself, more or less. He plays a Pakistani immigrant to America who turns to stand-up comedy. He's living in Chicago. He ends up going out, and then he falls into this romantic relationship with a white, non-Muslim psychology grad student named Emily, played by Zoe Kazan. And contrary to both of their desires to stay unattached, things between them start to go remarkably well, though that's also part of the problem because Kumail's very strict and traditional Pakistani family expect, no, they actually require Kumail to find a Pakistani woman to court and to marry which they are trying and failing to arrange for him. So he keeps his relationship with Emily on the sly with his family. And meanwhile, the young comedian, Kumail, must keep his head in the game to try to secure a spot in an important comedy festival that just might kickstart his career in show business beyond doing local gigs in Chicago. And then life gets even more complicated when it's discovered that Emily is suffering from an illness that has the doctors baffled, and that leads Kamel and Emily's parents, played by Holly Hunter and Ray Romano, to fly in from North Carolina, and they end up bonding with Kamel during these hospital visits, while also knowing that Kamel and Emily may not end up together if and when the medical ordeal is over. The Big Sick is based on real-life experiences of Nanjani, and the credited co-screenwriter Emily V. Gordon. As such, it's an often winning, it's refreshingly original romantic comedy. It's produced here by Judd Apatow, who is making quite a niche career producing starring vehicles for his fellow stand-up comedians with their own stories to tell, for instance, Trainwreck being another prime example for Amy Schumer. And like most of Judd Apatow's own works, it's a bit long, it's a bit slack, it's a bit slapdash, but it's also very funny when it needs to be. And though this is based on true events, the film is obviously played up for broad laughs, which 
while they may be scattershot in their approach, are likely going to yield enough guffaws and poignant moments of reflection to make this film a standout debut starring vehicle for Nanjani. He's stolen scenes in other film comedies as a bit player, for instance, in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, as the uh, very sensual masseur, and also in Central Intelligence for a little bit more popular movie. And as far as the quality of the filmmaking goes, I don't think that there's much here to write about. Director Michael Showalter is a bit uneven in his approach to the narrative. He highlights the funnier and more wistful bits above all else, though the combination of drama and romance that are interwoven do result in a few uneven and awkward moments. For instance, there's these cigar box revelations in this film. Uh, In one cigar box, Kumail keeps photographs of Pakistani-American women that he has no interest in and who all seemingly use the same camera for some reason. Those developments seem pretty obvious. There's also this gag that involves Emily pressing for a late-night bathroom run at a local diner. You know, this film in this scene seems to be bending over backward to find a raunchy laugh. It doesn't make sense for a woman to be embarrassed about using a bathroom in her boyfriend's apartment in the middle of the night when her her boyfriend and his roommate are sound asleep at 3 a.m. or whatever time it was at that time. The comedy can also play quite broadly, especially in Kamel's relationship with his own pushy Pakistani parents and other family, and it results in contrivances that occasionally stretch the credibility of the true-life nature of this story into the realm of typical family sitcom fare. Now, fans of Kamel Nanjani are likely going to be the most pleased with this effort. It is strong enough in its comedy that it will also likely garner Nanjani a slew of new followers to appreciate his very funny comedic efforts, both as a stand-up and as a comedic actor, although his range is mostly limited, and at nearly 40, you do have to suspend a good deal of disbelief to understand why he's far from having his act together. I guess he's supposed to be playing a little bit younger, though it is set in the modern day because he is an Uber driver. But thanks to his deadpan observations and his willingness to do whatever it takes to sell the laugh, Nanjani remains a likable enough presence that we end up rooting for him to find happiness. And the jokes can be surprising, even when it feels obvious as to where the story elements themselves eventually go. The other more seasoned actors fare a little bit better in terms of the acting, anyway. Although the casting is a bit hit or miss, Holly Hunter and Ray Romano seem a bit of an odd pairing, and they get mired in a couple of especially strained scenes, like... There's this one attempt to attend Kumail's stand-up performance, and it ends up going amok because there's this racist heckler. There's nothing in that scene that I bought at all. Zoe Kazan, I think she's very good as Emily, especially during the emotional bits that she has to deliver. But given the nature of the illness, Kazan literally doesn't get to contribute much for a lot of the second half of the film. So her presence is missed, as well as the chemistry that she has with Kumail. As a comedic look into the difficulties of maintaining a family and religious tradition, even when it's not readily understood as to why they're maintained by the person who maintains them, this is an interesting and often amusing look into a rather unique situation that substitutes for regular courtship. I think The Big Sick emerges ultimately as a fun and funny comedy, and it finds more than enough truthful moments to savor amid some of the more manufactured elements of the shtick. This is a film that's more consistently likable then it is consistently good from an objective standpoint, but there are definitely enough laughs and even a few tears to justify the effort to go see it. So this is another one of those borderline calls, everyone, uh, between three and three and a half stars. 
I could go back and forth on this, but as I've often stated, even in my <laughs> most recent review before this one, I give the lower of the two grades on a borderline call on a first-time watch. So I'm giving The Big Sick three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I do recommend it. A little bit of reservations because as a film, it could be tighter and it could be a little bit less sitcom-y, but I think that most people who are going to go see this in the theater will probably come away feeling like it was well worth their time. So I would say it's a very strong three. Anyway, I do hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, you want to reach out, you can let me know by going to my website. You can find my contact information there, including links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page. If you want to hear more of my podcasting work, I have one more podcast to do with In Session before I go on vacation. So go to InSessionFilm.com and get the details on where you can subscribe to that show as well, because it's an excellent show. I'm on the extra film segments of that show, but definitely a show that you'll want to listen to every episode, no matter what. But as for this show, I will be not really enjoying myself as I begin to pack and move all of my stuff into a new place, although I am excited about actually where we're going to end up living. But then I am heartened to know that right after that, I will be enjoying the sun and the fun in the Bahamas for a couple of weeks. But I'm definitely looking forward to that and then coming back and continuing. So don't click unsubscribe. I will be back with more film reviews within a few weeks. Thank you, everyone. Please enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. 